We may never know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 92, the show that's created by two people from the DuckTales generation. Woo! <laughs> I feel like you can't say that without some kind of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It was, it's true, you can't. It was it was a thing I sent Jen before, and yeah, it's we're not millennials, okay, people. Like before, it was like we're old millennials, not really millennials. It, it's the Ducktales generation. It's true. It's true. It's the Ducktales generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So hey, each episode we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at a time. My name is Allie, the one that finally reclaimed Gilneas, even if Gen didn't care a damn that I was a Worgen. No, I'm. I'm not bitter or anything. And I'm toy. I'm today. I'm toy. I'm so bitter that I can't talk. And today I'm joined by the one that might get to revisit one of his series soon. It's Jin. Yeah, uh, it's me, Ducktail Generation. Um, I woo. for a long time. Yeah, woo. Because <laughs> we all know life is like an aeroplane or something. Maybe here in Duckburg. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Race cars, lasers, airplanes. There you go. It's a it's a duck blur. There you go. <laughs> it's coming back to me. Uh, yeah. Um, yep. That's me. That's a, that's it. Yep. This is already off the rails. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> that's that's normal here. Hey, what you been up to, buddy? Ah, uh, a little thing called AOTC. Boop, 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 hey. Yeah, we got it. AOTC. It is. It is mine. And this isn't like. Oh, Tipperbot Tavern got it. Old Jin had to sit. No, I was there too. I was there too. It was good. I got my little Farak thing that supposedly it's like a skin. I haven't done it. I just I like my Highland Drake. I like my Highland Drake. He's he's that's cool. my favorite Drake too. I get it. Yeah. So you know, uh, I got the AOTC and uh, that's that's really it. Just playing a crap ton of Warcraft Rumble too. Because I'm up to <laughs> 120 sigils as of. You were rocking it. Yeah, 120. Um, I'm, yeah, I got I got a lot of sigils, but that way. <laughs> then comes to 106, 108. A little right. bit. Yeah, you're catching up, catching up. All I right. haven't, I haven't played as much lately. It's been a wee bit busy, but um, I'm gonna be changing that soon. Also, I get distracted by PvP. Like that's, it's not an issue. Like, I'm doing pretty good. Like I'm ranked two of silver, but then like I put that away for a little while to work on the heroic missions, and like. Yeah, I flip, I flip back and forth. It's, it's fun. Okay, all right. Sounds good. Well, speaking, speaking of things and changing stuff, what have you been up to, huh? Where, where, where you been? Been busy? I have been a bit busy. My, my dear grandma, she turned eighty. My parents had me when they were very young. It's okay, do the math. Um, so she turned eighty, which you know she's, she's still doing pretty good, and she lives down in New Mexico in Albuquerque. We drove from Colorado to Albuquerque. And uh, to go see her for the weekend, kind of a long weekend. And it was definitely a, a long weekend, but it was the right choice. And she was very, very happy with our visit. And there is a reason Bugs Bunny 
always gets lost in Albuquerque. And why is that? I swear. The, the way the roads are like <laughs> laid out, weird. Google didn't even know sometimes. And it wasn't just Albuquerque. Like there were a couple of signs. Now granted, it's probably because like things closed down, you know, COVID, whatnot, right? Like there were a couple of signs along the way, like going south on I-25 that were like, okay, cool. Gas station's coming up soon. You know, we could, you know, stretch our legs a bit, fill up on gas in the car. And there was no gas station there. It was a lie. There were so many signs that were lies. It was ridiculous. That's right. That's that's not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're driving along. Doo, doo, doo. This is going much further away from the highway and into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there is no gas station. <laughs> Let's oh. turn around. Except there's weird construction. So find the on-ramp is a different story. It's just, it's from New Mexico, man. I tell you. <laughs> but it's okay. I survived it. I was able to kind of, you know, after raid last week, the, t- the two days I was able to kind of get the content done and then I was able to, you know, make Graham happy and now I'm back. We're recording. It's good times. Good times. Good times. Had even if Bugs Bunny also got to did that left turn or whatever it was. In Albuquerque. I get it. Yeah. I get the bugs. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Get it. Uh, well, anything else that you do got going? No? That, that's about it, really. I think we should just move on. All right. Well, I can do that because uh, I have a quick quick PSA for all you listeners. So, hey, there, listeners, have you been enjoying our weekly dose of living, laughing, and lore shenanigans? Do you want more <laughs> of the shenanigans with additional content every single month? Well, please stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out how you can keep the laughs a rolling. Okay, thank you for this. Keep going. What you talking about? Well, dear listeners, I know the 1025 epilogue quest just came out. You know, now we're doing a weekly show. It's kind of how that works out. By the time you are hearing our beautiful voices, hello. You may or may not have had a chance to play through them yourself. But if you want to skip this episode and come back after you have finished the 1025 quest, go for it. You have been warned. I don't know why you got to do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you gotta do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. Well, hello. You're still here. <laughs> hello. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny when I'm, re- I'm looking at show notes, right? By the corner of my eye, on my other monitor, like I see Jin like laughing. It's it, it's distracting. It's great. It's, mag- it's a magical thing, everyone. It's, it's great. It, it's it is. It is. Hey, so uh, we're doing things. We're gonna have a little like kind of open chit chat about all the story bites from ten to five, the epilogues. Kind of wrapping things up in a way. Each quest being a stop on the tour. So climb aboard the dragon, I guess, and and get ready for the magical mystery dragon tour. <laughs> I'm cheesy and easily news is fine. <laughs> Tell me you used to be a preschool teacher without telling me you used to be a preschool teacher. <laughs> 13 years. Shush, we're going with it. Okay. Anyways, uh, we're going to start off. <laughs> With talking to Alex Straza. And we get this cinematic with the aspects wanting to thank us. My friend, we have asked you here this day to offer our thanks. When we dragons returned to our homeland, we were a kingdom divided. Old wounds and bitter memories had fractured our unity. But thanks to you, and all those who stood with us, we have found our way to a better future. We realized that the mistakes of our past 
need not define us, that we should not fear the unknown, that we could embrace our family while building a new legacy for our flights. A legacy that includes all dragon kind. In recognition of everything you have done, we proclaim you champion of the dragon flights. That's what I look like. I was looking all metal up there with my freaking axe in there. <laughs> I'm just saying, it looked pretty good. I'll bet. I'll bet. So here we are, proclaim the champion of the dragon flights. But you don't get the title. You don't get the title, which is a very <laughs> natural title. Like, and I've seen lots of people in the community complain about us knocking a title with that. What? Are, how, how are you feeling about that? See, I, I just assumed I got the title, but I already have like the coolest titles in the game, so I never change them. So I don't care about new titles. I just, but, Fair. but totally understand that you get a whole cutscene saying you're the champion of the dragon flights, and no, you're not. <laughs> I totally expected the little like bing afterwards, like telling me I got that achievement. No, no, not the. Not the title, not the title. No, no title, no title indeed. Uh, you didn't go to the title company or something. I don't know. Didn't get it notarized. No title. Sorry. Um, yeah, it is <laughs> silly, but I don't I don't really care about titles. <laughs> well, see, now I need to know what titles you are rocking. Uh, the ones that I usually rock are Salty and The Insane. Fair. Yeah, I get that one. You, you had to work pretty hard for that one. Yeah. I remember when you were doing that. Yeah, that was COVID, everyone. It was, <laughs> it was, it was COVID. It was the COVID times. Perfect timing to get the insane title. Whenever it was going insane. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. On with the 1025 tour. We get to stay a while and listen from Rathian and Sibelian. Rathian, Abyssia mentioned that you will soon depart from the Isles. I didn't take you as one who engaged in gossip, Sibelian. Hmm. Does he speak true? He does. Eridicron may be lying low, but he still poses a significant threat to Azeroth. I will coordinate the Black Talon's efforts to track him down. Even Eridicron can't evade them forever. Indeed. I must admit, your agents have impressed me far more than I expected. With rare exception, I never placed much stock in mortals beforehand. You have quite the way with their kind. I suppose I do. My time in the Dragon Isles was a grand adventure, but not the homecoming I'd hoped for. I've often felt that I share more in common with mortals than with dragons, and feared that I belong among neither. I thought that here, in the land of my ancestors, I'd find something I was lacking, that by becoming an aspect I could prove who and what I truly am. If not to the world, then at least to myself. But I see now that I never had anything to prove. My place is among both mortals and dragons. That is my strength, not my failing. It's who I am. Who I've always been. Well said. You walk a path I never could, Rathian. Take pride in it. And... Should that path lead you back to the Dragon Isles? I hope it does feel like a homecoming. <laughs> we shall see. Thank you, brother. 
I liked this touching moment between them. It was, you know, a nice way to wrap up their character growth, which is, you know, kind of cool to see. And I thought it was interesting to hear Rathion's thoughts on his Dragonfly experience. What are we thinking the future holds for Rathion at this point? Uh, I think, I mean, I can't really see where he fits other than the fact that if we get any kind of void goodness coming midnight or something like that or wherever it might fit, I could absolutely see him playing a part in trying to stop the forces of the void or the old gods or whatever, you know, whatever form that, that, you know, void takes place in come the big light versus void war. Because, you know, you think about it, it may not be old gods. It could be actual void lords, whatever that might be. Yeah. I mean, with Zaltath coming back, do you think he's going to help her against help? uh, Do you think he's going to help us against her? Uh, I mean, he definitely was... uh, he never played a part with Zalatath. He just played a part with the dagger once the dagger kind of, you know, well, Zalatath yeah. was kicked out. So, but, I mean, it makes sense that he, you know, might play a part with Zalatath and all that. Uh, you know, uh, usually any, anything old god related, he, he's like here to say, hey, everyone, I found this notebook that my dad or my grandfather or whoever wrote, and there's a trick to beat back the void you know, you know that's kind of what he did in um battle for azeroth you know when he showed up and he's, he's just, you know out of the blue shows up and he's like hey there's an old god i know how to deal with old gods so maybe he'll be like well you know sabellian he's a great general and blah blah blah. he knows all this kind of he, he kind of knew that the void was coming and i knew the void was coming so i did my homework and and I went and talked to Cadgar, and he knew the void was coming. And we all <laughs> <laughs> That's the homework. We all Cheat got off together. Cadgar's paper. <laughs> and we all got together and we talked and we're like, yeah, it's the void. And he's like, okay, so uh, what are we going to do about that? And a couple of people were like, nothing, because the void's awesome. Um, but uh, then, you know, for Rathion, he'll probably be like, I have a cloak. How about a cloak? <laughs> <laughs> right. One might say it's legendary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another legendary cloak confirmed. There you go. That's that's Rathian's uh, part oh, that he's going to play. <laughs> I mean, at this point, who knows, right? Who knows? Possible. Who knows? Give me the thoughts about this. Is stay a while and listen. Um, I don't know. Do you? What do you? What do you like, what do you think is going to happen with Rathian? I don't like. I'm torn. Part of me wonders if they're going to bench him for a bit because we had a lot of Rathian in BFA, obviously. 10, no. What was Go- that? 9.3 and beyond, though? He really only yeah, like, showed up to go to get punched by Anduin, right? Right when... Um, yeah. Well, yeah. And then then he showed up at the end with the, all the, the stuff, right? The last patch. So, I mean, that was a lot. But then also, like, not a whole lot, really, in Shadowlands. So, like... I mean, he was me- just, like, supposedly, like, a whelpling or something, like, like hanging out, like, I'm watching you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, may- may- maybe, like, maybe they won't bench him. Maybe they will use him. I don't know. It's kind of cool with the whole buddy cap vibe of him and Sibelian going on. So maybe they could use them both. They probably won't. I mean, maybe, it kind of sounds like Sibelian's going to stay, though, on the islands. I mean, it could. The, the Isles. Ah, the Dragon Isles, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It is certainly, yeah, I mean, the way he's like, I hope next time you come home, it feels like a homecoming. Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it definitely, <laughs> definitely feels like he, he's sticking around and he's going to be like, I don't know, hanging out with his aspect buddy and saying, hey, I'm going to be a general. But, you know, there's no one to fight right now. So uh, I'll uh, take a holiday. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think yeah. a lot of them deserve a holiday, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll, uh, get, but, we'll get to that in a minute. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a holiday right. in heaven. <laughs> yep. So next up, we have story time with Viranoff. Oh, my favorite. Who is now the Second aspect favorite, of storms? Actually. Aspect of storms. If you talk to her, she explains that you know she she chose that. So that was a way to honor Isaac a bit, which totally makes sense. And uh, yeah, so aspect of storms. Oh well, it makes sense that she honors Razagath if you read the book. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. It does help. I'm not entirely done. I'm almost done. But yeah, like the the book helps. It make sense. Yeah, there'll be future episode. I'm sure. Oh yeah. But uh, yep, yep, yep. Virnoth wants to tell us about. The time Eridicron summoned her and told her to arrive alone. So we get to listen in on that conversation. I had received a missive from Eridicron. He wished to speak with me and me alone. I am here. It seems your courage has not faltered. Despite abandoning our war. That war is over, Eridicron! It was you who abandoned our cause, who abandoned Farak to his own destruction. All for some trinket Neltharion left behind. The Dark Heart is no one Its power now lies in the Harbinger's hand. Cannot be trusted. I trust its hunger. You know the Titans infected our world, and I will see them extinguished. The question is, sister, will you? I will have no part of this. Yeah, that's a pretty ominous warning. Yeah. Right? Especially getting all grumbly and growly and stuff. Yeah, very grouchy. He's a very grouchy guy, he is. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we know the name of the artifact vessel thing that Eric was carrying through Dawn the Infinite Dungeon and everything. Darkheart. Yeah. So let's take a moment and think back to the 2024 roadmap for Warcraft that we talked about in a past episode. You remember 1027? It was called on the roadmap. Yeah, Dark heart. I, I do. Yeah, Dark heart. Yeah, yeah. And we also find out in this clip that the Harbinger now has Dark Heart, and in ten two seven, we're getting Harbinger quests. Yeah, so, surprise! So there's a little breadcrumb for us to pick up in the spring, probably. Looks like. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'll, and then we have to get through Alley's patch first. Yeah, ten two six. Yep, yep. Which is, hmm, I have a bone to pick with Nick from Torn and the Goblin. Uh oh. I'm, I'm putting it out there. I hope he hears this. So he posted like just today on Twitter because I refuse to call it X, counting like the number of dates between you know patch releases and and that kind of thing. 
and uh, you know, trying to basically predict when 1026 is coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He pointed out that April 1st is 69 days away. Okay. Yeah. And I told him, I swear, if this is a big freaking April Fool's joke <laughs> and I don't get pirates for 10-6, I'm hunting him down. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. Mark my words now, episode 92. Nick, if it, if this happens, I'm coming for you. That's a that's a bit of a long con for the uh, April 1st. Uh, but, you know, it's it's unlikely considering that April 1st happens to fall on a Monday. So, so it's not a Tuesday reset. So there's at least, there's at least that. I swear. If I don't get pirates, I might, <laughs> I might break, guys. I might break. <laughs> Anyways, we're not talking about pirates right now. We're talking about Darkheart in yeah. Erdikron. <laughs> and we also hear that if Erdikron's main goal is actually still to take out the Titans, it's not necessarily to serve the Void. The Void is just a means to an end for him. But we all know how well that has worked for tools of the Void in the past. Uh, Probably not going to work out for him. Super good. Super good. <laughs> right. Not, you know, impaled on a spire that never that, in, in some that, timeline that, that never in happened. some timeline that never happened no he got obliterated the by a dragon timeline. soul and basically uncreated all practically so <laughs> i mean still yeah but, you know, different timelines different timelines um so what are you what are you thinking about this whole business here i am enjoying the heck out of this because number one at Riddicron is awesome like they managed to take this freaking dragon out of nowhere and somehow make him compelling and yeah, yeah. I find it really, really interesting because one, he's just some random stone Drake that was like, hey, man, I don't like that you're doing all this like body modification stuff and whatever. Like, it's just not natural, man. Right. And that was kind of his his vibe when the Titans showed up and were like, hey, dragons, thanks for killing Galacron. Sorry, I did that. Uh, don't ignore that <laughs> last part. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he didn't like that. And he's, you know, as we, we will discuss in a, in a future episode, the War of the Scaleborn, he was like, man, that's just, that's not right, man. It's not good. I don't like it. Right? It wasn't super ever clear exactly what his beef with the Titans was, other than just, it's not, like, it's, it's not, it's not good. It's not natural. It's not, mm-mm. It's grody. Right. Because he feels like it's it's like mental manipulation, man. Like they control right. your mind. They they take you over. It's 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 like a plague. You like you think you have free will at this point, but no, it's all the Titans, man. Titans are he's like a tinfoil hat guy. That's what he's saying. But he actually <laughs> might be right, because you know Titans order magic, water infusing the dragons. Ooh, a little bit of mind control. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just we bit. There's a little bit of mental manipulation, um, uh, Neltharian, Oathbringer, and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> that never happens. Well, yeah, like, no manipulation. Let's just say, may have had a point. Uh, however, he's going about it in a really stupid way by working with the Void, who's just like, oh, uh, we're going to corrupt the crap out of your planet, too. <laughs> Didn't you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be way worse for you, too. Um, like, it'd be really bad. You- you in particular as well, because we like to mess with our tools. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's, what, it's, we true. it's, it's what we do. It's what we do. We're the one thing. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. You know, <laughs> a thousand truths. This one happens to be ours. This is my truth. I'm speaking my truth right now. That's what the void says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm freaking stoked for all this kind of stuff. Cause one, we kind of get a confirmation right here that the dark heart was created or at least found. It was like an artifact that he either found or created. Uh, Neltharian himself 
right? Deathwing, he created the dark art. Uh, or found it. Like, there's no cover. He's just, there was no Therians. He, right. he owned it. Right. And Chromie, during the, at some point, uh, I believe during the Dawn of the Infinite. Yeah, yeah, Dawn of the Infinite, right? She was like, hey, man, that thing looks a lot like the Dragon Soul, just somehow more ancient. So that's kind of like the Dragon Soul a little bit, maybe. Right. So it's like, it's a, like a, a thing. It's a vessel, as they call it, to, to freaking uh, take in essences. And, and it did. It took in the essence of Galakrond. Because what did the dragon soul yeah. do? It took in some of the essences of all of the different aspects to become super powerful. So obviously, this is just instead of taking order magic with the dragon soul, right? Taking all the dragon magic. It was like, we'll take some voidy voidy goodness off this corpse of Galakron. Yeah, that's, that's, and I don't know what they're going to do with it, but... Let's just say I am here for it to find out what the heck they're going to do, because I'm not really sure what they're going to yeah. use it for. That'd be cool. Yeah, though. I'm excited to see like what what is going to come from this. And it's definitely like I at first spent a good chunk of this expansion underestimating Eridicron, I think. But they have been building him up and I'm, I'm starting to see like, OK, like this, this is actually a thing. I still think in the end he's just going to be a tool of the void and it's going to backfire on him somehow. But for now, like... Considering we've had villains in the past, like the Jailer, um, you know, this is this is pretty cool. And I'm excited to see what happens. I, too, am excited to see what's going to happen, because like there's just all these freaking things kind of kind of coalescing together where it's like, oh, we get to, the, the connection to Deathwing and Viranoth going to, to join becoming an aspect herself from from Azeroth, where, you know, the power of. The planet itself is a powering. I'm just, I'm just stoked. Like, uh, there's, so, there's something about this whole world's whole saga that just has me super jazzed. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> this, this freaking cutscene had me excited because I don't know if you noticed, uh, because I'm sure you've played through this because you stuck around after the, the spoiler. Because seriously, it was like 15 minutes to do all these quests. It was super fast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Riddickron comes out the top of the mountain. <laughs> Shit was yeah. awesome. It was awesome. And like just and I do like what they did with his voice. Like it, they did make it very ominous. Like it was pretty cool. Yeah. So I don't know. So I have a feeling Viranoth's going to try and get in his way, though. I, I think she's going to try and get in his way, even though he said don't do it. He, possibly. 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 Okay. I, I can I can see it. Yeah, I think, I she's, think she's going to get in his way. Yeah. Like I can see her almost feeling obligated to do so, you know, because they used to be buddy buddy because they used to work together. You know, and they were incarnates and everything. So I could see her feeling responsible and obligated to do something. Yeah, yeah I, I could totally yeah. see that. I can see that. Yeah. Well, the next stop on the Magical Mystery Dragon Tour, we're talking with some magic users. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, we actually get invited to creep in on a conversation between Calicos and Cadgar. Impeccable timing, champion. Cadgar should be arriving shortly. My ears are burning, Gallic. To what do I owe the honor? <sighs> Bittersweet news, I'm afraid. Khadgar, I... I have chosen to step down from the Council of Six. My duties as Aspect must take precedence. I'm needed in Valdraken far more than in Dalaran. Is that all? Forgive me, but that hardly comes as a surprise. I suspected as much when you asked to speak with me. So, you do not think ill of me for relinquishing my position? Perish the thought. Your family comes first, Kallik. 
I could never fault you for that. Though, I do have a request to make of you. The artifact Aridocron took from the Forbidden Reach, the one he handed over to this mysterious harbinger. Dalaran's libraries hold precious little information on it. Given Malagos's history with Neltharion, you hope that I might have better luck scouring the Azure Archives. Consider it done, old friend. I will share all the information I can find. Thank you, Kallik. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? The Kirin Tor and the aspect of magic working hand in hand. It's a new age, one we will face together. Us, the Council, and whoever replaces me. Rest assured, we will fill your vacant seat. But no one could ever replace you. Farewell for now, Caligos. Be it here, Dalaran, or Karazhan. I look forward to our next reunion. Can we do it in Karazhan, please? That's, a, that's the one I want. Can oh, we, yeah. We do yeah, let's do that one. Uh, <laughs> what do you see what you've been up to, Kagar? Uh, I want to know is what you've been up to. Right? I like how Kagar basically says, duh. When Calicos <laughs> is like, um, he's like, he's like all nervous. Like, um, Kagar, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm sorry. I gotta leave the council. Kagar's like, duh, I knew you were going to. Like, what the hell, dude? He's duh. like, just so you know, I would have fired you had you not stepped down, you dingus. <laughs> right? <laughs> you got more important things to do, you goofball. Jeez. <laughs> Gosh. The aspect of magic and you're like. Well, gee, go Kagar, old buddy. Just, I, I, I don't want to be a burden, but uh, <laughs> come on, man. Just be like, I'm out. I got more important things to do when you right? stupid mortal magic stuff. So, aspect of magic. You get aspect, you get magic from me. I can take it away. It's true. My, my old, <laughs> my old aspect. He tried to do that, and then so maybe I won't do that because you guys killed him. So, I, uh, mm. yeah, yeah. Let's not Never kill mind. him. I, take him back. Yeah. Mm, I guess you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so who do we think is going to replace him on the Council of Six? Mm, I hope it's like someone like that we don't necessarily like. I, I just hope it's someone new. But like I and I kind of hope it's like a they did a breadcrumb here or something like to say, oh, watch the space. Oh, oh, we're going to get a new Council of Six member. And then I hope it's someone like, I don't know, just like like kinda almost like the freaking Riddick Riddickron came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, maybe maybe someone like Callie Amenethil, but you know how she kind of came out of nowhere for a lot of people, unless you right. read before the storm, right? Yeah, uh, uh yeah, uh, you know when she was like, oh, "I'm dead now." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Solanus, she she totally did that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I I wanted to be someone like I don't know. I I have a feeling it's probably going to be someone more horde oriented to kind of like I can see that. more cement the. Hey, it's not just humans now. It's not just humans. We let the elves back in. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Who do you th who do you think it's going to be? I'm just over here rambling. I have like my first thought, like when I first heard this conversation was Jaina. Well, didn't she also leave because all the Lord Admiral stuff and what happened before? Well, I mean, technically she left because what was going down is she was like the head of the Kirin tour when when she when she kicked out the horde. Um, well, right? yeah. So, and, and she's like, oh, well, my bad. Um, 
but not really my bad because she didn't regret it. Why she left is because during, I believe it was the Legion expansion, they're like, hey, we're going to go ahead and vote and say that the Horde could come on back because we need their help. And she's like, no. Oh, that's right. And she no. pieced out. That's right. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, I don't like I, I don't think it's I don't want her back in there. Yeah, like, no, I no. want her doing Lord Admiral stuff and being cool on flying ships and stuff. Like, I I like your idea of someone new and possibly from the Horde. I think that would be very fitting. I don't I don't know who who give me the horde version of like whoever Kindy could be and then don't kill her. Oh Kindy. Oh, we were talking Kindy. about Jaina and that's where my, yeah, my mind that's went. Fair. That's like, fair. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all though, I, I will say that this conversation does make me wonder what is in store down the road for the Council Six because Blizzard does this sometimes, right? Like they'll will kind of remind people that something still exists, like, hey guys, don't forget the Council Six Six still exists. Like Something's going to happen with them. So just remember they exist. Like, that's what this kind of felt like to me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of like your Gilnea's questline that we'll get into. And they're like, oh, guys, Scarlet Crusade exists. Here's a yeah. history lesson. Yeah, they do yeah, that all basically. the time. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what it feels like. So I do feel like something's coming up with them. So I'm definitely curious to see what is in store. Yeah, I do too. That's, that's, yeah, that'll be good. Whatever it's going to be. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, Dalaran's library. Very little info about Darkheart artifact thingy. Maybe the Azure Archives has some. I honestly, I'm wondering what else we may learn from the Azure Archives down the road. Like, it's been closed off for so long. And I'm really hoping the narrative team utilizes it to mm. tell us new things or elaborate on things. Yeah, that would be cool because it seems like, at least with the, the direction they're kind of going with Midnight, um... And as well as the last Titan, especially the last Titan. I feel like rather than adding new stuff over and over, I feel like they want to start reusing the assets that we've already like places we've already visited. Because like they yeah. already said, we're going back to Old War in the last Titan. Chris was up there on stage going, bah! Old War. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be pretty awesome if they they reuse something like the Azure Archive. We went back and, you know, Sindragosa, the Sacrament, Simberlockum, friggin' Sindragosa's like, oh, hey, what's up, hero? <laughs> Come on, yeah, I, I found the book. You you, you know, sent your letter that got here instantaneously because we're in the same guild. It's kind of cool that way. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I think that'd be awesome if they, if they use that as a way to, to introduce more information. It's like, oh, well, it says here on Chapter 6 it was actually like blah, 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 blah. So, you know. Medivh was wrong when he put together his Karazhan library or whatever. I don't I just think that'd be fun. I agree. I'm excited. Awesome. Yes, yes. Well, shall we move on to the next one? I suppose so. All Sounds right. Good to me. Well, at this point, we see we swing this dragon tour around and head over to the newly created Bellameth. <gasps> and oh, yeah. I thought they did a good job honoring the those lost in Teldrassil and in general, the night elven culture is really cool. Did you get a chance to kind of poke around in there a bit? I did. Um, I apparently did the exact same thing that everyone did. Uh, one of the very first things I did is I was like, ooh, what's up there? And I went and flew up to the uh, to the little balcony kind of thing, just right there on the tree. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's nothing. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, so, so <laughs> and then from there, I went in exploring and was like, ooh, this is nice. Ooh, this is nice. Uh, and one thing I thought was really funny is I went and talked to one of the, um, I don't know, probably a former member of the, the Shindra or whatever they're called, you know, the, the, the Night Elf Mages. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, Shindralar or something like that. Whatever. I'm close if I'm wrong. <laughs> anyway, he was like, hey, I got a quest for you. And it was the freaking uh, enchanting quest because I'm an enchanter. I'm very enchanting. Um, so, <laughs> yes, you are. He gave me the quest, but it was really annoying because I had to go back to Veldraken to turn it in. I was like, oh, it's the same <laughs> quest. All right. Huh, cool. Thanks. It's where Martha is. So it's not really that big of a deal, but I just thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, no, Bellamoth is great. I, I'm, I'm liking yeah. it, and it. And it does feel like they're going to like, oh, 10 to 6, couple more buildings up. 10 to 7, couple more buildings up. Like It's like, it's proper city That would now. make sense. Yeah. 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 yeah I, think, I, I, I like it. Yeah. And kind of like a gripe that a lot of um, I've heard in the community, especially Night Elf players, which uh, Night Elf players, I, I get it. They don't like the fact that, um, you know, they're the new home, the new capital, supposedly, is located on the Dragon House. Well, if they do this whole reusing assets thing, I think that's not going to be that much of an issue anymore, where it's not like just, I mean, how many more, how many more islands are we really going to discover? They're, they're, exactly. They're running out of spots to put places, places on the map, unless they're just going to finally say, oh, let's go to the other side of Azeroth. <laughs> and I'm sure there's going to be a portal and all of that. Like, I, th I, I understand what they're saying, but I think it'll be okay. Yep. Well, while we're there... We get a chance to meet up with Taranda and Chandris. Such beauty. Such tranquility. More Kaldori settle here every day. After so many years of strife, Belameth offers rest and comfort. This village welcomes all who wish to dwell here. But it shall not be our only home. Hyjal, Valshara, Ashenvale, these are sacred places to us. We shall protect them forevermore. And one day, when life blossoms again upon its ashen shores, we will return to Teldrassil and build a new. It makes sense that Toronto brought up, you know, another world tree, another, you know, like other civilizations, wanting to bring back up all these different villages and stuff. I know for myself, though, like I was kind of surprised that she brought up building Teldrassil again, even though it kind of makes sense. I don't know. Like, what did you think about that? Um, Honestly, it made sense because... To me, I took it as Toronto viewing that Teldrassil was such a disaster that we got to spread out, folks. We can't be doing this whole we're all in one location thing anymore <laughs> like that. That hit too hard. So, yeah, that's true. It, it was like, we're going to we're going to spread our wild oats. And we're going to we're going to build up um, and, and make sure that uh, we don't have all eggs in one basket um, or tree, uh, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't considered that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, that is when Malfurion returns. They just look over and he's like, just, 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 just standing there. Um, I cut it because the audio is literally just the both of them gasping and running to Malfurion. And a kiss and beautiful music. Like, does not make for good podcasting. So I cut that out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. But we get the emotional return of Malfurion. Again, beautiful moment. Definitely worth, worth watching if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, killed me. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I was not expecting it, honestly. Like, I, I fear it's going to be happening at some point. I wasn't expecting it now and in this way. Like, it was, it, I, I got a little teary-eyed. Uh, I'm, I got a lot bit. teary-eyed, so let's just, let's just put it out there. And <laughs> I got I to gotta actually be honest. This is the first time a mother effing cutscene got me, which makes sense because this was the first on-screen kiss. So, <laughs> it was, I mean, that was that was a kiss too. That was mm-hmm. good. I don't good know with that. It, I, and just to to reiterate, probably why I I uh, enjoyed it so much is honestly for me it was very relatable. Uh, and also, it was uh, when Taronda said that she was so tired. Right. Yeah. When Malfurion had to go away, it's like that, that was just that final like, oh, God, thank you. It's freaking over. Absolutely. I, yeah. So yeah. that's why I was like, freaking, freaking waterworks. It was it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Uh, is what it was. It was <laughs> great. It was so great. But uh, we do get this uh, conversation. Can you, can you play, play that clip? Father, we have so much to tell you. As I slumbered within Ardenweald. Yucera let me dream through her eyes. I saw the courage you showed defending Amirdrasil. I am so proud of you both, and of all the heroes of Azeroth who joined together for this cause. Though we will never forget the past, it is time to look forward. Our people will be pleased to have both of you leading them into that future. No, my beloved daughter. I think we will tarry here in Belanath a while. I believe we have earned some time alone together. That we have, my love. But our people need... They have all they need in you, child. You have grown into a wise leader, Chandras. Within you beats the heart of the Kaldorai people. Trust your instincts. And if you have need of us, you know where we will be. Thank you for your faith in me, for everything. Now come. I want to show you a spot that would be perfect for our home. I do hope there is room for a garden. (laughs) I'm sorry, but Malfurion's over there going like, you know where we'll be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Chandra's is all like, Mommy, Daddy, you can lead her people together. Yay. And they're all like, um, no, we need some um, Mommy, Daddy time. <laughs> you lead them. We're going to be um, busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're like, hey, uh, I wanted some to spend some time with you. And they're like, hey, Chandra's, appreciate you. You're the best. I'm so proud of you. Love you. Best daughter ever. Go away. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's what it was mm-hmm. basically <laughs> I, I laughed pretty hard after that cinematic was uh-huh. done yeah. yeah I was laughing pretty hard too and I, I was I started like following a little bit I was like shit where'd I they did go too. where'd they go I was like <laughs> they I just felt, disappeared I felt a bit like a creeper Trying to oh, look around them to see where they were going to go. Yeah, I was, but, I was uh, like, yeah, they totally just disappeared. Hey, <laughs> honestly, I will admit, I will admit, I just wanted to know where the place was that she well, I was. I was going to excuse myself. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. This is 
It's not for my, it's not for my eyes. All right, I'm out of here. I'm sure she's got plenty to show him. <laughs> Some shoulders, man. <laughs> she's gonna be freaking right. bench pressing up here and like, you like that? Seriously, <laughs> she probably could. It's ridiculous. All right, Jen. Malfurion's back. back I'm again. sure he looked at his eyes. Do yeah, you want to play yeah. your Ilgi whisper from Malfurion there? Yeah, sure. I can do that. The vassal of life disguises treachery. Beware the eyes of green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Right. There's some green eyes. There's some green eyes. So So you got your, uh, your Malfurion whisper here. Uh-huh. He's back. What what are you thinking the future holds for him? And how are you thinking this whisper may play into it if it involves him? I have no freaking clue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really have no clue whatsoever what is possibly becoming from this if they're, they're going to be using, especially now that we kind of know the trajectory, right, of the with the. With the World Soul Saga, we know a couple pit stops along the way. We get like, oh, this and that, right? We got Light and Void, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what role he's going to be playing. I don't know. I don't see where he would fit in, but I don't know. Someone will tell me. Yes, I'm sure at some point someone will tell you. <laughs> yeah, when, the, when that content comes out. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm Right, yeah. And I stand up going, I was right. I mean, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> It'd be funny if it did, though. Right. Well, uh, next stop is another stay while but this one was actually super easy to miss and i did i i literally grabbed this audio right before recording because i didn't realize it was there until i saw on wowhead that it was a thing so this is emberthal checking in with azrathel and cinderthresh my dear friends so much has happened since we awoke in our creches for you most of all i think i am at peace after everything you endured, Emberthal, are you... I will ever remember the names of those who were lost, but I have found new purpose in leading the Ebon Scales. And what about each of you? At first, I was skeptical whether we Drakthea would be a good fit for the Horde, but I have grown fond of them, and they of us. My favorites are the Volpera, feisty little squirrels. Oh, whatever they are. Likewise, the Alliance has formally offered us a place in its ranks. Its members are brave and noble, worthy of our allegiance. I believe Lord Commander Turalyon has come to admire our discipline. He appreciates skilled soldiers. When we emerged into this new age, we did not know who we could trust. Now we have many allies, both in the mortal kingdoms and among the dragons. Including a new Earth Warder, who won't lock us away for millennia. <laughs> Probably. Assuming you Probably. behave yourself, Syndra. Now what fun would that be? Come, friends. There is so much that awaits us. In the Dragon Isles, and beyond. That was funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> I really like Syndra Thrash. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of got like the fuddy dud over there on the Alliance. Who's like, we're, we're very disciplined. <laughs> it makes sense that Torellian likes him, honestly. Mm, that <laughs> <shit>, I guess. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, I don't think there's anything else to really say about that. I mean, it's cool to see 
how that played out and kind of tie that story up a bit. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I think the my only thought is it's going to be really complicated, especially those in the RP community. If you ever get to a point where Blizzard attempts to put the war back in Warcraft again and make the uh, factions at war again, because you're going to have an entire player race that's literally more allied with themselves, the Drakthir, than they are with their you know, allies, because the way Emberthal was talking about them, like they're just they're good. They're, they're very happy with each other. And yeah, they're, I mean, they're, that's kind of Pandarans. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but they had a kind of philosophical break, right? The yeah, the, the two okay, sides. That's fair. Right. So they, they tried to explain the fact that, you know, friggin' Firepaw, I believe his name was, and Cloud something, where, you know, went with the Alliance, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Very, I know my Pandaria lore real good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so when they when they broke apart, they, they was they were they, they knew they knew they were on opposing sides. Yeah. OK. Right, but yeah, the drag there, they're like, they're like, yeah, man, we're we're the drag there. Yeah, you got your buddies. You got your buddies. When, when you know, the time is right, we are. Well, come together. We're big buddy team and we go attack the bad people. So I don't know. That's that was my takeaway. It's just that the drag there yeah. seem much more allied to themselves than to the Horde of the Alliance. I can see that. Other than maybe the Volpira, because they're just adorable. <laughs> I need to make one. I still haven't actually done that. Yeah, it's become a um, it's, it's it's become a tradition every raid night that someone puts down one of them like you know race changer pads. I don't know what it's called. Mine right? too. Yeah. yeah. So they put them down, and everyone just keeps going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until you get a Volpira. So yeah, they're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> one, of our, one of our tanks is always going like, yes, more Vapira. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's it's fantastic. So, yeah, but I, I understand with whatever her name was that, that likes the Vapira. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, don't worry. Tour is not done. Coming up on our right, we get to lurk in on the conversation between Matthias and Gen. You're certain it was him. My agents and Ratchet confirmed it. He was seen buying supplies. Why Kalimdor? Why wouldn't he return home to Stormwind? I don't know, but he was traveling south. Must have noticed my people on his tail. He lost them in the Barrens. South? What could he be after? Send word to Jaina. She'll want to know where he's headed. You don't want to go after him yourself. If he's staying away, he must have his reasons. We need to trust him. Should I inform Lord Commander Turalyon? No. Not until we know more. Let's keep this quiet, Spymaster. It will be done, King Greymane. That's fishy. I'm just saying. Like, does he not trust Turalyon? Or... Yeah, because... Like, that, what's up with that? Yeah, and also, I'm over here wondering, like, okay, I understand they have a personal history together, Matthias right. again, right? But technically, Matthias works for Turalyon. Like, Turalyon is, for all intents and purposes, he's kind of like the stand-in king. But Matthias does not appear to be acting like that. <laughs> he's like, 
He's like, I don't like my boss, dude. Um, should I tell him? Should I tell him? And Gen's like, oh man, let's keep this on the down low. Almost as if like there's something wrong with him. I don't know. We'll we'll find out how much of a freaking zealot tyrant thing he turns out to be. But we'll see. <laughs> right. Like, that's definitely a good thought. Like, my first thought was that it was more of a, you know, trying to honor, you know, his, his little buddy Anduin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who's obviously trying to be secretive and not be found. And so maybe he's just trying to give Anduin space first before telling Trillian. But yeah, you have to kind of wonder, like, more of the reasoning behind not telling Trillian when you think Trillian would keep it quiet, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know why they want to leave Trillian out of it, but it's very interesting. I feel like mm, there's something there. Is, yeah, 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 I think I hadn't thought about that when I first watched this, but you, I think you're onto something here. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, Matthias, Matthias knows what's up. Matthias knows what's up. And again, he knows what's up, too. Right. Because yeah. number one, Matthias, he works for the guy. Why do you even ask? Right. Well, he's a great spy master. Let's put it that way. So he knows when things yeah, can be hush hush. true. Right. Uh, but the fact that Gen also notices something, that's why I'm like, I don't know. Something there. Something there. As they there say, is. watch watch the space. But every, everyone's watching that. There's an algae whisper for it. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is. It totally is. <laughs> claiming, claiming a vacant, vacant throne. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, they don't say they're talking about Anduin, but we all know they're talking about Anduin. He's back now. He's heading south. You know, considering that in the war within cinematic, we see him in self visit. It makes sense. It adds up. So I'm guessing that's where Anduin is heading at this time. Maybe. Makes sense. Seems like this all just takes place a little bit before that uh, freaking cinematic. Yeah. Like any like additional thoughts as to why did this like uh, clarify any of that for us? We think or no. No, it just seems like he's the first to act on the voices. Is kind of what's going right. on because okay. we've already got confirmation that Jaina and Thrall are already hearing them. Yes. Um. Again, already just said right there. Hey, tell Jaina. Right. So Jaina knows where he's at. Right. Jane is kind of close to Thrall. They, they have a little bit of a, a rapport and they, they like to talk sometimes. And well, in the cinematic, friggin' Thrall did suddenly go whoop. And as a portal that was very blue, very easily could have been Jaina that did that. <laughs> probably, it probably was. It, it all kind of adds up, you know? Yeah. So, there's, yeah, there's a lots of things that this is like a week or two before the Thrall talking to Anduin. Like, it's this is this is coming. We're, we're almost there. It's basically what Gen just said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last stop on this tour is reclaiming of Gilneas. As I believe Jen predicted, the Scarlet Crusade has taken it over. I have little experience with the Scarlet Crusade. They rose to power after we walled off Gilneas. My understanding is that they were originally formed to eradicate the Scourge, a noble enough cause. But their zealotry has caused them to turn on any who did not join their crusade. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it did. Yep, yep. And we also get Gen straight up pissed about Lillian Voss and Kalia being there, still holding a grudge against the Forsaken. They are here to help us retake Gilneas, father. They are the reason we were driven out. Have you forgotten? Gen, it's Kalia. Kalia Menethil, 
not some mindless scourge. Let her speak. The Forsaken know the Scarlet Crusade better than anyone, King Greymane. You have little reason to trust us, but I give you my word. As a Menethil, we only wish to return what rightfully belongs to you. Tess, every time I look at them, I see your brother's face. I can't. I'm sorry. But perhaps you can show me the way. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to, I, I get it. Like, he's, <laughs> like the, the man needs to see a therapist about, you know, everyone does grief differently. A lot of things, yes. He but like, you know, world. everyone handles grief <laughs> differently. Like, just, he needs to, you know, he needs some closure on the whole Liam thing. So, but I like that, like, he is kind of semi almost willing to try to kind of have an open mind and like asking Tess to guide him. Like it was a complete wall, if you will. Like it was a wall with like a couple of little holes in there and like, like he poked out some, some peaky, peaky holes in the bricks. It was like, <laughs> I might, I might be willing, I might be willing to try. Holes. I don't know. You start talking about the wall, the first thing came to mind. But it was like, so that, that was so that was something, right? Like, it's willing to... <laughs> I'm weird. We all know this. Um, so at this point, we take a secret tunnel to the south in order to get to Gilneas. I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes... Secret tunnel! Yeah! <laughs> right? <laughs> um, that's how we get to Gilneas, learn that the Scarlet Crusade are quote-unquote cleansing Gilnean graves. Gens pissed. Uh, surprise. We take out a bunch of the Scarlet Crusade. I mock them for still only dropping silk cloth <laughs> after all these years. Like, I remember looting silk cloth from them back in the day as a tailor. And I'm out here again, I'm like, oh, like, surely, like, maybe they've upgraded their... No, it's still silk, silk cloth. <laughs> I, <was laughs> I don't wondering. understand what they're doing with their lives. They're yeah. still using <laughs> silk cloth. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, we also get this cool exchange from Tess and Lillian. Need any daggers? I brought spares. Thanks. Can never have enough. Need any poisons? Couldn't hurt. Me at least. <laughs> Lillian, are you all right with this? You were once part of the Scarlet Crusade. These people mean nothing to me. And the moment I died, I meant nothing to them. But thank you for asking. Let's get started then. Yeah, that was a... I, I love that one. I Particularly, I love the exchange between Tess and Lillian. <laughs> that was awesome. When, specifically when she's like, you used to be part of the, the Crusade. And she, I just love her reaction of like, hey... I'm not a part of them as soon as I died and they they started hating me as soon as I died. So like it, it is what it is. Yeah. And I love that they did that because I know I honestly, you know, I've slept since then, right? So I I kind of forgotten that Lillian was involved in Scarlet Crusade back in the day. So yep. it was a nice little refresher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh at this point we go plant some explosives, we take out more Scarlet Crusade, take out their leader who turns into some light elemental type thing for a little bit. We win the day and reclaim Gilneas. And Tess gets to be the one to say, like, for Gilneas. And it was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, go Tess, go. I like Tess. Tess is good people. 
It's good. I was excited for her. Uh, probably the best part of this whole thing for reasons. I'm not bitter. <laughs> the Forsaken take their, like, okay. I was going to wait till the end. I'm doing it now. I am so flipping mad that I did not get a single line as a worgen. Some kind of nod of, hello, fellow worgen. Help us reclaim our, no, none of that shit. Like, they didn't, he didn't, none of them cared at all that I was a worgen. I have waited since Cataclysm. Like, I was, I was so excited that this was going to be a thing. And Morgan didn't get a single special little line or a little part of the scenario or even text acknowledgement. Nope. Grr. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, like, I, like, in general, like, there, there are aspects of this I do like. I liked that interchange. I liked, you know, Tess hanging out, having her moment. I like some of the things that happened in a little bit here we'll talk about. But I, this could have been more. I don't know what I was expecting, but I, I was hoping for something a little more substantial, I guess, maybe. Yeah. 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 I, I watched a video about this and uh, I believe that, I believe it was a Tally Essen video talking about this. Uh, and... The problem is, is that Gan even pointed out, hey, we don't really have a beef with the Scarlet Crusade. We don't even know who these guys are. They just moved in, right? Like we, we, yeah. we technically could have shown up with a couple of, uh, you know, dudes with some paperwork saying, oh, these are actually the owners of this place. Um, because the <laughs> real reason that Gilneas wasn't reclaimed all this time is because the Forsaken took it. They annexed it, right? The Forsaken were like, no, Gilneas land is now our land, right? So if Gilneans were to go take it, they would have technically started a war with the Horde, right? Because a faction within the Horde would have been attacked by, you know, the Gilneans or the Alliance. Right. Yeah. So the only reason they actually got the land back is because Kalia, when she became a member of the Desolate Council, Promise again that you will get your land back. And that's what the promise was. The Forsaken left. Forsaken moved out. And before Gen could grab the keys and go back to his city, um, the Scarlet Crusade moved in. So that's probably why the quests were so short, too, because there weren't very many of them there yet. <laughs> yeah, and th that could be it. And maybe for Blizzard, this is more about, OK, yeah, sure. Reclaim Gonaeus, maybe heal a little bit of the wounds between, you know, Worgen and Forsaken, but at the same time, like a way to be like, hey, right, remember the Scarlet Crusade? Yeah. They're, they're, they're still around doing things, guys. Look, they're mm -hmm. here. Yeah, there was an entire episode worth of notes that I did on just the Scarlet Crusade that got scrapped you for sure a cutscene. <laughs> so let's just say this is just another example that might get just added to the show. I'll probably make a joke about it if we ever do that for as an episode. Going weekly now, I probably will. So I'll dig it I back up. I feel like you should. It's You, you got notes. I feel like yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah, so we'll dig it back up and I'll make a joke about it. it's resurrected from the grave. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, this is just a perfect example of them saying, hey, we have we have the data. We know we have new players and new players do not know who the Scarlet Crusade is. Right. Like the last time we really saw them was, I believe, one of the Cataclysm dungeon or like a there was a dungeon remake at some point. Right. I think is when they redid, you know, the Scarlet Monastery. Right. Hey, Dungeon Fables lady. What? what, what when was that? <laughs> um, 
sometime in the past. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my memory's like. I don't know why you bother asking me these things. I'd have to pull up my notes to tell you for sure. I wanna say I wanna say it happened in Legion, but that could be wrong. I am very easily be wrong. I just know it was yeah, they, they remade the Scarlet Monastery uh, dungeons as a yeah. as a thing. Yeah. So that's really the last time we saw them. Is whenever that remake was. And it was just like, hey, it's it's Scarlet Monastery. So this is just, like I said, another example of Blizzard using an opportunity, right? Where they're like, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and make it that the Horde and the Alliance are getting along. All right. Okay. Well, we can put it in the story. Blah, 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 blah. We put it in the story. And Kalia, as like this whole thing, is going to say, hey, again, you get your land back. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll do the thing. Maybe maybe there'll be uh, a contingent of, you know, the Forsaken that didn't want to leave. So Gen's going to come in and not be able to kick them all out. Like, you could do that. But someone That's came what I in. Thought. Someone thought. Yeah. They'd have this great idea that they're like, let's remind everyone about the Scarlet Crusade. I'm pretty sure that's what that was. <laughs> and I mean, on one hand, yeah, I, I, I do get it. I think it is important to remind people who Scarlet Crusade are in everything. I feel like this whole quest line could have been given just a little more love. I yes. understand it's probably low, lower on the priority in the totem pole and everything. And I, I get that. And I still appreciate that we did get it. And and now we've reclaimed Gildas. But I could it could have been a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That's all. It absolutely could have been more. Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> Even as a dwarf going and playing, I didn't expect any special nod. So um, I, I, I'm sorry. I got the same experience as you because you should. You should have got more. You should have got more. If it was just text, I would have been happy. <laughs> it's one of my special moment. My connection. <laughs> <laughs> It pained me to write these notes because I was so sad. <laughs> oh goodness! Anyways, let's uh, let's 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 finish this up. So at this point, Forsaken take their leave. They proclaim the land belonging to the Gilneans. Woohoo! Gan wants Tess to meet her, meet him outside. You're thinking of Liam again, aren't you? You always could see right through me. You never really healed after you lost him. After you lost Gilneas. Tess. I... I see you, father. Always hiding from your pain. It's why you built that wall in the first place. And why you took Anduin under your wing. But I have always been here. For you. Even if you've never noticed. I know. And... I'm sorry. The world is changing, Tess. And as much as I try, I find it hard to change with it. But you have proven yourself a thousand times over, my girl. And this kingdom now belongs to you. Father, I... I... You have always been what makes Gilneas truly special to me. And I should have told you that every day.
I could take your pain away. Only time will do that, my dear. But we have time now. Thanks to you. Well, that's an emotional moment. Oh, it gets more emotional. Oh, because to finish this, finish this all up, Gen has his time of hopefully some healing and closure by visiting the grave of his son, Liam. I don't know if you would recognize me, Liam. All these years, the lessons I've learned, the Alliance has always offered an outstretched hand. There are days it feels right, and days I wonder, what if I had not built that wall? Would Lordaeron still stand? Would you still be? Nah. But listen to me. The ruminations of an old man. You did not live long enough to regret, as I do. Your sister will lead the kingdom now. No one could be more proud of her than your mother and I. Except, perhaps, you. Rest well, my son. Gilneas is in the best of hands. Yeah, okay, yep, yep. Continue with the emotion. Mm-hmm. I see why I said that. Yep, it's, it's definitely a very touching moment, and I think it was important for Gen, and I'm glad they chose to show it. That was, that was pretty cool. Yep, I, I really enjoyed all, all of that. It was, uh, I don't know, it was one of those rare moments, like... I don't know, self-aware moments for for Gen where he's like, he's like, look, I know who I am. I know what my strengths are and I know what my faults are. And one of my faults is I hold on to grudges. I don't, I (laughs) I can't, I I just can't get over them. And he's like, you know what? That's, that's not a sign of a good leader. That's not, that's not good leadership. So um, I'm going to do what uh, a good leader would do uh, is know that um, I'm not suited for this position anymore. Uh, I'm going to step aside and let my uh, daughter take over, you know, even though she's a member of the uncrowned. I don't know how that works now that she's crowned, but (laughs) 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 okay, (laughs) she might have to change her membership card or something. I don't know. So uh, I don't don't know. She'll utilize them. It's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got those connections, even though she's got a crown now. (laughs) Um, I mean, everyone needs a spy master, right? That's true. That's true. I mean, but you can't wear the crown and be the spy master too. So, well, no, I'm saying she she'll step out of that role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll go be crowned, mm-hmm. but then she's got her network. Oh yeah, of, course, of, of course, underground yeah. people. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. underground people. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I I really enjoyed it, and then obviously just I mean it's just Liam, you know, Liam's green and all that. That's I like all that. That's that was just good. I uh, I don't know what else to say. That's just that's enjoyable content I, I enjoyed the hell out of it yeah and that, that was definitely a, a nice good like just deep moment you know it was good yeah it was now, now Tessa's Lee and Gilneas which I did not expect coming into this that was that was something um what do we think is next for Gen? uh I think he is gonna double down on the whole I'm supporting Anduin I'm gonna be that kind of ro- uh that role um, and he probably knows that he can't be the one chasing him down anymore. Like maybe he's got a, I don't know. Like it feels like he's, uh, 
also got to work some some information and some connections and working with Matthias and making sure he's not telling Turalyn about things. So I feel like he's going to be playing a role to like, like kind of like all always there, always watching it and, you know, trying to protect Anduin, like and, and giving him the space that he needs. It's, I don't know. I, I think that's, they're probably going to continue with that, with that from a lot of, a lot of the other characters like we've already heard of, I believe. I think that's the second time that we, we've talked about where it's like, you know, they, the, that they've, there was a sighting of Anduin, but this may have been the first. I can't remember. But yeah, I think I think Gen's going to uh, keep playing that role of, I don't know, just look out, you know, caretaker, making sure that he's, he's you know, always there for Anduin. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I think it's probably going to be something like that. And I think that, you know, we have him stepping out of his role. We have Rathion stepping out of his role, right? Like, we got a couple people that they seem like they might be setting up to play a part in some of the things yet to come because they, they got freed up from their jobs all of a sudden. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Like, I mean, I could probably hatch some weird, wild theory that's not right. Like, maybe uh, Trillian, who is the golden one who claimed a vacant throne, ends up being uh, corrupted and then kills Gen, which breaks Anduin. And turns him to fully shadow priest, like. But I, d- I don't think that's actually going to happen. But you know, like they could they could utilize Gen in a few different ways at this point. Hopefully, it's for the good of Anduin, and also to kind of guide Tess a bit. Like she's ready, she's awesome, she's badass, but she could probably use some guidance too. So hopefully, he's just, he's just a good mentor to people as he does his own healing as well. So um, I have a feeling. That before Anduin comes back to the light, he ha- he will probably embrace the shadow a bit. I just had to mention that that in the way that you, you said that, and also I was remembering of the the Malaru novel, right? Where Gita he had the shadow, he had the tendril, yeah. and I will never let people forget that because it was there, but we haven't like explored it since then. So like, yeah. there's there's I, still something there, people. I think that's going to be explored, and I think that. I think ultimately what they're probably going to do is they're going to probably try and do like a fun, I don't know, like Izio. He was a holy priest before. Now he's a shadow priest. But ultimately, in the end, he becomes a disciplined priest. He is the child of light and shadow. I don't know. Maybe that's another Elgonoth whisper. (laughs) 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 There's probably something about the child of light and shadow. I think everyone thought it was Arathor for a while or or Illidan. Whatever. I don't know. I, you just mentioned Anduin and all that kind of stuff. I just had to mention that that's, that's where I think it's going to go. And I can definitely see that happening for sure. Anyways, to start closing this up, because we can discuss all this business later. Do you have any other thoughts on our magical mystery dragon tour? <laughs> magical mystery dragon tour. Um, I thought that the epilogues were like for storytelling. I thought it was great. Um, thought some of it was there. I honestly thought these in-game cinematics, because like my character was showing up at some of them. I'm like, man, these things yeah. look, these things look amazing. So <laughs> I was right. I was really blown away by all that. So I, I really enjoyed um, game logs. Um, the actual gameplay questing experience that was a bit lacking. So because I mean, honestly, most of these cutscenes that that we listened to that was that was just. You get a quest, you turn in a quest, you get a cutscene. You get a quest, you turn in a quest, you get a cutscene. Like that was <laughs> the gameplay loop. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it definitely it went pretty quick. And, you know, I, I was hoping for a little more meaty substance, but it was a nice way to kind of explore a different kind of way to kind of wrap up all these little stories instead of having a bunch of loose threads, like things feel a little more nicely tied up, which is refreshing, I think. And it was cool to get these day while and listens because I know a lot of us in this lore community and the game in general enjoy those. And it's been pretty great. So that was definitely a cool part of all of this business. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought there were, um, I thought, the, I thought everything was fantastic. Uh, the yeah. stay and listens are, I'm always looking out for those. Those are like some of my favorite little things. <laughs> Me too. And they did a good job like, making them more obvious. Like the chat bubble was there, you mm-hmm. know, to let you know there's something there. You just have to make sure you go to see them. Yeah. Like, like Emberthal was like over like different side of Valadraken that I haven't needed to go for two for a while. So, you know, they could be, they could be missed. So I thought it was worth kind of just going over all of them here. Yeah, because I missed two of them. <laughs> I did not see um, the Cadgar and uh, Caligos one. Oh, did, did not see that one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, and I did not see. Oh, and I, I definitely didn't see the Emberthal one like that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, totally missed that one. I'm going to go look for it when I get to the game now. Do it. All right. Well, if that's all we have, then that's uh, that's it. The tour is over. Everyone exit the bus. Dragon thing. <laughs> All right. Well, that's right. This is the part of the show where we say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep this magical mystery dragon tour <laughs> going. <laughs> if you'd like to join their ranks and support this magical mystery dragon tour, <laughs> you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live laugh lore. All right, and like we said, this is the time where we say all a huge thank you to all those uh, patrons that go above, beyond, and uh, our top patrons. And that is the list there is. I will read them, and they are great. All of them. All are great. Just so you know. Slosh Atoms. Monkey Valhalla. Bucky Monkey. Uh, <laughs> Shalil. Shalil. Whatever. I screwed that one up. Uh, Nick Elobre. Craig Limas. Ickis. Secret Aphrodon. Whatever. Dungeon Master Burke. Mike Smith. And finally, Dracoris. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. We are going to end this episode as we do every episode with a positive story. This one is of a cute little 10-year-old girl from Leicester, England who loves, 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 loves space. She has a blog and social media pages under the handle of Astro Liz with experiments. She also has a YouTube with educational videos for other kids to get them excited about space and learn things. She seems like she's pretty awesome, honestly. And she managed to make a model of Vulcan Centaur rocket, which was created by the United Launch Alliance, like a joint venture between Boeing, Boeing and Lockheed Martin. And the United Launch Alliance actually saw the video of her model rocket and was impressed because it actually managed to get like 30 feet up in the air. Like she did an awesome job on this thing. They invited her to create a time capsule payload, like a time capsule to put on the payload to go to the moon with the help of the Vulcan Centaur rocket. And there's a whole lunar lunar lander that they're setting up there. It's actually up in space right now going to the moon. 
And you can imagine how just freaking excited she was. And so she put a sticker with her Astro Liz logo on there and a message for her brother. Didn't actually find out what the message was. That bothers me. I really wanted to know, but it was cute and funny. <laughs> but that's okay. It's between them. But there's a cute message to her brother, I'm sure. Or either it says that or you're a pain. Who knows? But <laughs> either way, like, it's going to get to go beyond the moon now, which is awesome. And she and her family were invited to go watch the liftoff in Florida. And this is the first U.S. commercial launch to the moon. There was a whole bunch of, like, payloads and time capsules and stuff that are going to the moon now. So... You know, as you can imagine, it was a dream come true for her. And I'll bet she's got a pretty bright future ahead of her. It's pretty awesome. That, that is awesome. Like, I love space stuff, too. I mean, space me terrifies too. me. Terrifies me. I would never go up there, but it's very fascinating. <laughs> it really, I've always loved. There was, a, there was a small amount of time in my life. I was like, maybe I can be an astronaut. Space is awesome. I like this. And I still, like, got a thing for it. So it's cool. All right. Well, um. I guess we can head on out of here and spa- space out. Is that is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna space out and go to sleep, so maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. There you go. I was like, <laughs> is that a thing? Space out? And I was like, oh yeah. It is, is now. Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlaughfloorcast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash aliandris, and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Aliander's K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. See, originally I was going to actually pull like some like, you know, Matt, never mind. It's anyways, just cut that out. It's lame. Anyways. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>